0: Right, welcome to another episode of the visual div. My name is Matt and I'm here with my co-host Aline. Good morning, Aline. You just made <laughs> why are you laughing?
1: <laughs> I'm laughing because our, our podcasting skill set is definitely getting better. Um, so Matt just pressed what he thought was record and he left the session and I was just here by myself. You know. <laughs> So yeah, pretty funny um pretty funny for me, not for anybody else because no one saw the really really silly really <laughs> <absolutely laughs> funny thing that we and that was
0: that was actually after we um we spent about 10 minutes arguing arguing maybe strong debating what um what jingle to put Gingle. at the front. Jingle spelled with a G. Uh, a ging- yeah. Yeah as I mean, uh, uh- <laughs> Ali spells it a gingle. So we want, we want to put a gingle at the start of the podcast, but we we are debilitated by our um inability to agree on I'm going more hard rock with a drum beat and Ali is going a little bit ambient. softer.
1: I'm going sigarose.
0: Yeah. Uh, Matt is going so, Yeah, although you did you you threw me with the fact that you said a lot of people listen to this when they're going to bed or going to sleep, and I thought, okay, we just have we just have different tastes in you, in podcast, Um Yeah,
1: like I would listen to a lot of podcasts at nighttime, um, sometimes in bed. Quite a lot in bed recently, actually, with with um, the multiple wake ups at nighttime. With maybe, so I do. <laughs> I, I do, and I have seen awoken by the end of a podcast. I've been like, what? Because the tunes are so <laughs> enjoyable.
0: Was that? It wasn't um, Rob Hope's Yo podcast because he often has a um, a nice little tune at the end that he uh, that he plays, which I quite no, enjoy. Actually, no, uh, Rob didn't wake me up know.
1: in the no. middle of the night. No, he didn't. It it was <laughs> a pod, the most recent one was a podcast by uh, a guy called Tom Savage in Limerick. Um, it's a monster rugby podcast Three Red Kings And he has a really awesome song At the end of it The podcast And uh, yeah It's, it's just a, like Whoa Yeah So I, I probably actually provide people With multiple downloads of podcasts Because I listen to them At various different times Of the day and night
0: <laughs> Well did you, Talk about that Did you hear I think it was last year Or the year before There was a a group who they were protesting, I think, about Spotify and how they paid their artists. And they recorded a, I, I don't know how long it was, like a, a nine-hour track of silence. And you, they asked everyone to play it at night, say, so just just play this track at night. And so they got paid for the length of the track that got played. And so everyone was playing a silent track. So Spotify had to pay them. It was a way of like that's highlighting crazy. the the oddities like, of okay. yeah. So I can't remember who they called or whether I got the facts right there, but yeah, it, it's um. So yeah, we could create a silent podcast, make loads of money on Spotify, so just play it. <laughs> well, I did exactly. Play. Yeah, you don't need to listen to us to help out. um have a cause. You just need so you to can play. listen, to us talk shite, or listen to us not talk at all. Exactly. We should have an option there. The visual dev. In silence. Yeah, we could let's have it. Anyway, anyway. How are you doing otherwise? How's how's the week been? Apart from talking to me uh, good. the other day. Because we've...
1: Really, really good. A bit Thursday, of World there on... Was it Wednesday when we decided to get this thing up and running? Lots of really nice comments and positivity in the... Around the Webflow world coming towards us. I was pretty pretty excited and pretty taken aback. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been really lovely actually. I've been really I've been really giddy actually, really buzzing. On this.
0: <laughs> you have been. I can. You, some of the messages you sent, I felt like I needed to to travel over to Claire to give you a <laughs> big hug because you you were you were getting. A
1: was, I've definitely been enjoying <laughs> this um, last couple of days. So yeah, it's been
0: it's been really nice. It's been really fun doing something new and. It has been, yeah. What I found is actually um, Jack, Jack Redley, who, who obviously works with um, Slater and Edgar Allan, um, he messaged me. We, we talked quite a lot. And he messaged me saying the whole Slater team were listening to the episode we did about Slater. And they were getting a lot of value out of the stuff that you and I were talking about. And um, I thought, do you know what? That, that's brilliant. Because they're such a small team um such a dynamic team but to hear that they just tuned in and listened to to <laughs> two lads like yarning about their tool that that was pretty cool and to be honest i'd i'd do that again um like we should revisit it in six months time and and have another yarn about uh slate yeah no it's, it's it... over just because it's just it's just it's pretty cool it's just nice to like amazing someone's listening to what we were talking about Someone actually (laughs) listened to us. Yeah, because, you know, halfway through that episode, I didn't really want to listen to you anymore. And then, although I I said that at the time, and I I said it just now, but I went for a a 10K row on my indoor rower um, yesterday, and I listened to the whole episode again. I kind of swore that I wouldn't listen to our podcast back because it feels a bit weird listening to yourself. Um, But I, I learned so much listening to what we talked about because i think during during the podcast itself or the recording i wasn't listening as intently as i thought i was um to what you were saying and yeah okay. so thanks well, for that there's a positive review from <laughs> <laughs> so will we put that
1: on the website <laughs> mad have learned a lot from yeah. listening to his podcast i,
0: <laughs> I i'm the, i'll be the hero testimonial for yeah. <laughs> me on the uh home yeah yeah but um no, otherwise yeah it's been it's been a great i say i'm off off work for a week we're going um going back to wales for a week and just tidying up a few ends and playing around with a few things and yeah it's it's um a few leads are coming through which is good and yeah just looking forward thinking it's, it's eight weeks till christmas and really does that matter eh, not really but it's always nice to think okay what we're we doing in january how am i going to improve what i did Last year, da-da-da-da. And before you know it, it'll be August next year and nothing will have changed. So, yeah. It's, talking uh, about time.
1: fast time is moving. My daughter is going to be one in a couple of weeks' time. That's mad. Wow. It's just so, so strange to think that she's one. <laughs> she's going to be one, yeah. So, like, this basically just seen... I have basically seen time grow through a human for the last... 12 months it's mad so yeah that's yeah and this time the next 6 to 12 months are going to fly as well so yeah I didn't think that um, I'd be saying 2 years ago I didn't think that I'd be saying that I'd have a 1 year old daughter it's just mad so yeah time is moving
0: gee well you say that 2 years ago I I did know 2 years ago I knew 2 years and 9 months ago um, that I'd have 1 One little guy. And the fact is now, yeah, my my son now is two this weekend. And to think two years ago, we're like, just the two of us and the dog. And now two years later, it's, ah, there's four of us and the dog. How's the dog? (laughs) Our poor dog is, he's such a dote,
1: but he's like down the pecking order. Oh,
0: I've read He's he's a very he was our first child. We always say he was our first child. So he gets he's got the most space in the right. car. He he now takes up that he's he's learned to get on the couch about seven quarter past seven at night. He gets in the corner, the best place on the couch, because he knows that bedtime w- is coming, and therefore we will then settle down on the couch to watch some yeah crap series or movie. So he gets in there first. Yeah, he knows he knows how it works. He knows how it works. He's, is it, I think he has his up days and down days. I mean, you know, like when we take the the boys to the beach, he has a great day. When we take him to the park, and it's, you know, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I've been to the park twenty times this week already. But yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice having them around. I think they they do make it. Um, yeah, like Win and, Shamie's not so fond of red licking his face, but Win. Throws the ball for him, feeds him at every dinner time, oh, every breakfast time. You know, so yeah, so it's yeah, the, down, right?
1: so our dog Milo is dope. Um, but i our my the photos in my phone went from like photos of Milo to photos of Maven. <laughs> it's just like I, I always have to actively take a photo <laughs> of Milo because I'm like you know i'm no longer going oh my god he's so cute look at him doing this awesome cute thing it's just like look how Mayvin. she's slapping me again or she's
0: you know. <laughs> yeah. well so, no milo will come into the the equation once Mayvin is tall enough and active enough to be running around so before you know it you're going to have they're both in the shop so it will it will he'll come back and come back games. in
1: vogue good <laughs> nice
0: in Vogue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, we had a few subjects that we wanted to talk about that we thought we might talk about. We don't really know what we want to talk about, but we were looking at this mysterious Dom thing that's Dom, floating around. Dom. There's lots of things, isn't it? It's Dom, 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 or is it? Is it? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? It's the Dom element. Dom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 This mysterious thing that's been found in the guts of something. Anyway, we can cover that. Then we've got the frameworks. Frameworks have been talked about since, I think, 1982 when the internet was invented. So frameworks aren't, but Webflow has a a collection of frameworks, Mm -hmm. popular frameworks, and they all have their pros and cons, um, bits that we like about each of them which we don't like about it why we use and why we don't have them stories of using them stories of why we don't want to use them you know um so yeah maybe maybe we just start with the dom um now now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm gonna sit here and and pretend i can explain to a five-year-old what the dom is or a dom is so i'm gonna hand that to you (laughs) This responsibility on you now is to explain what this D-O-M thing stands for. Well, thanks for this awesome
1: responsibility. Um, (laughs) The DOM element is interesting because, okay, as Webflow developers, all we need to recognize is that the DOM element renders HTML. When you publish your site, it becomes HTML. If you want to go down the route of going through the Webflow developer, um, like going into the back end of Webflow and trying to like create apps and stuff, like that's that's going to be a different use case or a different conversation. But for us, mere mortals building with with the DOM element and using the DOM element, is that we're now able to create HTML elements that aren't native in the Webflow. Designers, in the Webflow designer as elements. So one example.
0: Okay, so okay, I have a question. Does the DOM element exist outside of Webflow? When when you are using when when you do use VS Code to write to build a site with HTML CSS, do you ever use this so called DOM element? No. No, that's that's it. That's that's what that's the magic answer that I that cleared it in my head. It's the DOM element is just in Webflow. As far as I understand? It's like an invented it's name. Just in Webflow, and
1: my understanding of the DOM element in the Webflow uh, infrastructure and within the product is that it is the building blocks, the the foundation of the. Webflow elements that are over in the HTML left-hand side of page. So from the DOM element, one has the potential to build out those other uh, Webflow elements. So, So the DOM element, for us, if you put the DOM element on your page, don't do anything to it and press publish, it is just a div. That's all it is. And it'll act like a div, and it'll do everything like a div. So when it renders to Webflow on a published site, it's your lovely div. That's it. And why it's exciting, why I find it exciting, is that we're now able to create things like buttons using a button tag, or an iframe using an iframe tag, or a dialog for a pop-up using a dialog tag and these things we didn't have access to directly in webflow before we would have had to use a custom embed and then write that html in order to get that um you know last month
0: yeah so cuz the way i've i've tried to explain it to people who have asked is um before before this dom element and it's just, it is a kind of made-up name, it's not a thing, it's a made-up name to help us understand what this thing is, is um, in Webflow, if you create a div, so you add a div to the page, that is a, um, I don't know what you, like the triangle bracket, what's it called in coding words, Um, but you have the open triangle, the word div, and then a closed triangle, and then you put, whatever you want in between and then you have a, that's the opening tag and then you have a closing tag which is triangle, um, a forward slash, and then div again and then another triangle. And in Webflow, you can add one of those to the page and then you can go to the settings (laughs) panel and you can change the tag of that div. So you can change it to a section tag. And what that does is Instead of saying div now, it says section. So it has triangle, section, closing triangle, whatever you put in the middle, and then the closing tag, which says section. And you can do footer, and you can do... Uh, what else can you do with it? An aside or Practical. main. You can do header. Yeah, lots of semantic... They call them semantic tags, HTML. And what a DOM element is, is essentially... It's, as you said, it's just a set of a, a div... But you can, you can give it any name of tag. So you, I could create a mat tag. And that would just render as a yeah. mat tag. Now, it, ha- it has zero meaning in the world of HTML or HTML5. But I could do that. So the DOM element essentially is just this um, starter for you creating whatever tag you want. Is kind of the way I see it. So it's something that Webflow has kind of in the background. That's what they probably do um, anyway. They have this element which they create the section, which they create the figure, which so they create the main. But now they someone found it in the Unsplash. I think was it Timothy Ricks yeah. found it in the that Unsplash um, Unsplash app for adding an image. And now we there's lots of people have created like copy and paste libraries. Some people are putting <laughs> into apps like exactly. you know, <laughs> yeah yeah no it was actually it's actually um, a chap from North Wales called Rahul who who I met at Webflow comp actually he he created this just little hey just copy and paste like a Reloom style but just just for the DOM and I th- I just went one step further and took that and pre created the buttons and the the dialogues and the tables and you know like. Um, FinSuite's table app is based off using this DOM element that they've just put the the right tags into. So but yeah, that's the I think that's the basis. But the yeah, the power is essentially when you think that now you can add attributes to this DOM element as well. So and you can nest these DOM elements. So you can create an SVG tag, and inside that tag you can put a path tag. And, it, and to that path tag you and that SVG tag, you can now assign attributes. And those attributes can be data attributes that can be pulled in from just static text or they could be pulled in from the CMS. Um, and you can also use them in interactions, I think, to a certain extent. You can you access them with um, external libraries like a, a GSAP for animations and... Um, you can use, I think you can use variables in there as well. Um, yeah, so this like it's opened up a world of power, um, which isn't necessarily easy to get your head around unless you know how HTML five works. But you're going to go in and explain how that. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, you're
1: giving me this <laughs> pedestal, like of um, that. I think it's. You're putting me up on too high a pedestal. So the Webflow div element gives us an amount of customization within the div element. As you were saying, we're able to change the semantic HTML of the div element to quite a few options. Main, header, aside, article, section. There might be one or two others that I'm missing out there. That's really good. That's really, really good that we're able to create the semantic HTML true true, use semantic HTML within this within the Webflow div element. The DOM element gives us that exact same semantic HTML, those options, but more. That's really it. It just gives us more options in, in to to choose from in while using HTML. Um And the use case that I think is going to be like most accessible to the Webflow community is the button. Because there is no native button, semantic HTML button in Webflow. There is a a link element and there is a button element, but that button element is an A tag and it doesn't even give, that A tag doesn't even have a role of button. So it is just a link. But it is styled like a button. Now, when I'm using a link, that's to move between pages. Very, very top level. You're linking between pages. If I was to use a button, I'm opening a menu. I'm opening a pop-up. I'm opening a Calendly. That submitting submitting a form. Yeah. So there, that's what a button does something. And very, very top level, a link links between pages. So quite often, in Webflow, people are using divs and or links to do the function of a button, of a semantic button, and it works. The thing will do what you're doing, making it do like you can use Webflow animations. You can make all this fun stuff, but semantically, the HTML is wrong, and and that's an issue. It needs. To, it's an issue. When it comes to particularly accessibility, when one is trying to, if for example you have a div doing something, you're just you've just created a div, you've made it made it look like um, a nav opening closing button, and you've got all the fun animations added to, to the lines, and you're you could be using all sorts of fun stuff. If that's just a div, if someone is using a tab on a keyboard, they will miss that. It'll the, the the keyboard tab will, move, will jump right by that and someone with accessibility will not be able to open that animation and see that menu. They will be able to tab if it's a link, they will still get to the tab, but then if they have reading difficulties and they don't have the right area labels and the role is not set to button, they m- will find it more difficult to know what that is doing because the the um, the reader that is assisting them will assume that that is going to somewhere, not doing something. So I, I've made, we've all made, whoever a lot of people have made semantic buttons using the um, DOM element. And it just makes for better accessibility and makes makes your HTML that much better. And with better accessibility... Comes better conversions. I I think it was Lizzie. Lizzie, we we were at the Webfail Conf a couple of months ago, and and she pointed that out. Yeah, back in March. The more accessible your site is, the more people that can use it. Therefore, you're going to drive more conversions. So even if it's a very simple marketing site, all the way up to a a product with hundreds of thousands of people on it, if semantically it's better, it's correct, you're going to get more conversions because more people can use it. So so yeah, the button is probably the thing that people will use the most. Even in Webflow, go and inspect your, your navigations. If you've used the Webflow native navigation and you go, you go down to a tablet form or you go down and you get the, the navigation button that pops up in the top right of screen, inspect it. It's a div. It's simply a div. With the role of buttons so even webflow i've noticed their limitations and they have not created that as a button they you're they're using a div but they've given it the correct area labels to make sure that if one was to use a tab or if someone had accessibility issues uh, they would be able to use the native navigation and only just recently yeah. it must have been in the last six months because i i know that Webflow wouldn't render a, a a button tag in the past because I put in um, I used button tags in embeds and it wouldn't render. They just would disappear. So it's only recently that they've allowed for the button tag to be used um, even in like a, an embed, and that's great. So it's it, like the product is 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 has moved forward. Um, so now the the thing like. I got really excited by this whole thing um, because it just, it's like, okay, the product is getting better. And there was a lot of chat online about it's just, it's just hype. It's not just hype. Like it's, it's a good feature. It's a cool feature. And then people, some people might say, oh, why don't you just use an embed? Yeah, go ahead. Use your embed. There's, there, you're not going to have much different in functionality. But if you use an embed, you have to add a class. In the traditional way, you have to write the code correctly and you have to add that class. Now, Webflow, we're visual developers and we add the class in the style panel over on the right-hand side and we manipulate that class in uh, from the right of screen. How many times in a project have you used a particular class and then you're like, oh, you know, I want it to be something else because the function of that class is changing. So you've changed the class name. If you change the class name in Webflow, it will not change in the in the embed and your site is going to break. And you're going to end up with this button tag that's gray and not styled. So there, it, yep. there's yeah, no, there's very top level why you should use it. It makes your life easier as a Webflow developer and the reason why you should use a DOM for a button tag is it makes your product better for, for everybody at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, so I think yeah, I think you've 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 hit the nail on the head on, on the why you should use it. Now, my my um my biggest question, I guess, to, to Webflow as a product, maybe the product team or who is obviously they started off and they've just built and built and built and added new lots of new features, and you know we've got all sorts of clever stuff going on. But they've, what's the word? I don't know what the word is, but they've kind of caused the confusion a little bit with this button because you can add a uh, a link into your webflow, and when when it's a it's a text link, it's called a text link. It's not called a link; it's called a text link. And that renders out as an A tag, which is, it has um, a reference to where that link should be going. And then you can put a class on it. And that class could be mm-hmm. a class of button, or it could be the class of primary button or whatever class you want to put on it. But then you also have the option in, in Webflow to add a button to your page. Now that button is mm-hmm. a link tag, isn't But it's called a button in Webflow. And there are certain things you can't do with a button in Webflow, which is you can't put in stuff inside that button. So you can give it text, but you couldn't put an icon in there. So what Webflow developers tend to do is they tend to add what they call a link block, which which is identical to a text link. And then you nest in text and an icon in there. But the button... Is seen as this different thing. It's a button, and I want to add a button to the page. Or the client goes, "Can I add a button there?" Not knowing or appreciating that a button in HTML terms and in web building terms is different from a link. It's very rare that a client they might go, "Hey, can you add another link in here?" But it will it, the thing will be it's a nav link or a text link. But when they go, "Hey, can we put a, a nice chunky." cancel button here it's like it's a button so i think there's um this is an opportunity personally i think it's an opportunity for webflow to say hey guys yeah we've got this new dom element in what we're going to do is look at how we deal with buttons and the button that you add in is going to be a button it's not going to be a link it's going to be a button now the downside of that is everyone's using this button as a link because they put a button in and it is a link and then that button leads to another page or it needs to do an external page. Or... So there needs to be a bit of an education program from Webflow, I think, primarily. They're the, the custodians of our eyeballs, I suppose, is on educating the difference between what a button is and what a link is and make sure that they use that correctly because it, uh, it's just super important. It's as you said, from an accessibility point of view, 90% of developers. This is me pulling numbers out of the sky. they they don't add a role of button, they don't think about the areas of, of tags. And it, as, as Lizzie was telling us back in March, you know, I think it's up to 10, 15% of visitors to your site on average require, require this information to make their experience as good as. Um, you know, people who experience it without accessibility needs. So it's. I think it's really, really important. I got very excited about it and, hey, let's create loads of buttons. But I bet you so many Webflow developers don't know the difference between a button and a tag, uh, sorry, button and a link tag, or the difference between a text link and a button hitting Webflow. I'm getting confused about how to explain what it is. And I think it's really important, you know, aside from the other bits, like, you know, tables are, are very, very cool. Hmm. You know, that's why FinSuite we picked it, you know, I've been building tables for a client this week. It's so cool to just be able to insert a table. Brilliant. Um, but things like figures and fig captions. And as you said, like um, you can put in, uh, okay. what is it like audio? You can put in an audio tag. Um, the the list of tags is uh, like it would take us all day to go through the list of tags. But just use. just going back um, to your, but I think the button thing is yeah. So just
1: going difficult. back to your point there about saying that Webflow have a responsibility to um, educate people in a on what what is the right use of the semantic HTML. I I kind of disagree with that because in all of the elements, the Webflow elements that we drag or, you know, put into our page, semantically those are correct. So Webflow have the fallback that if you use a Webflow built element, like a a carousel, um, a tab, the the native dropdown or the native um, um, navigation, they all have the correct
0: area and semantic HTML. Well, from what I can tell, um, until until recently, section didn't. Section didn't have that until recently. Section True. was a div with a class of w section. Okay, so that That's one
1: example, but I'm talking more about the where the buttons are in Webflow. They all, from what I can see, from what I inspected, the majority, I would say all of them, there might be one or two cases that i have missed, have the correct um, ARIA labels in there, and they are accessible. It's when the Webflowers start building their own uh, buttons, for inverted commas, and not giving them the create the correct.
0: <laughs> it's the inverted commas, I think, which yeah. causes the computer
1: But they, when webflow, there shouldn't be any. There shouldn't be any need for an inverted to start button. building their own components, and not creating the not putting in the correct semantic HTML and aria roles. That's when we're starting to run into accessibility issues. But but a second point on webflow's responsibility there is. You know. VS Code just assume that those people who are using their their tool are good developers. Like you can have really bad developers
0: using no 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 as well and not correct exactly. That is true, but but in VS Code you have to you have to write a link tag. You have to write the A of true, the, but you can write you or the B the the B of the button tag. But in Webflow, it, they call it a button. It's a button. It looks like a button. It's named like a button. It sounds like a job, but it doesn't <laughs> quack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that—that's my—that's my thing. Is whether it's easy or not to do in the back end, I—I I couldn't comment on that. But it's so important that you know. Yes, we can. We can build visually. And Webflow pride themselves. You know, we we talked about the the logo. You know, it's it's about the hate about the building blocks. And there are certain elements here. The button is a prime example of where those building blocks are being kind of fudged a little bit. You know, a button should be a button should be a button. And then how people use that that's another job in itself. As you say, like you you'll get people who write the code themselves um, in VS Code, and they use link tags for buttons and buttons for link tags. That's that's not webflow can't can only educate on that front, but but what they're doing is VS Code is saying, Sorry, you can't use buttons. Like, you start to write button and it cr- self corrects it to hmm. a, an A tag. It's like, No, 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 I want a button and it corrects it again. To it, that's kind of what webflow is doing. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think that there's going to be so many different use cases coming out and. At the moment, it does feel. I think the word hype. Yeah, it's not a hype. It's definitely not hype. But I definitely think it's more. um, I would say bleeding edge, but it's definitely more on the the cutting edge of how you would use Webflow. Um, And one thing I think it's really good for is it kind of highlights that you can be a Webflow developer and. Have different standards. You know, with animations, for example, there are people who use Webflow. I use Webflow. This person over here uses Webflow, but they can turn out unbelievable animated sites, or they can work with a CMS in such a clever way, or they can um, integrate JavaScript or GSAP or whatever it might be in a. And that kind of gives you that little visual differentiation. Until now, we haven't really seen. Um, maybe the opportunity to differentiate yourself on well, I build really accessible um, Webflow sites because this these kind of things allow you to say well, yeah, I do it, I do it properly. <laughs> you know, I, I build sites that are for everyone, not just for the the you know the the seventy percent. I build them for the hundred percent, and the fact that we now have this available is is brilliant. You know, the the change of say a section to now being a semantic section. Um, you know, using things like they—they they have a semantic nav, they have this ability to do a semantic footer. All those things are re- were really, really positive. And now this is feels like a maybe a—it wasn't on purpose. You know, definitely, definitely Rick's discovered it. Yes, yeah, so I, I, um, I, yeah, actually, I've
1: gone in and, um, yeah, used Unsplash to add the the image to a project, and I can see how timothy noticed it like it's so obvious it's like this is not an image element that is native in webflow this is something new it's got a different symbol it's got everything it just looks different straight away and then you go over to the right of right of um your you know over to the right hand side where your styles and settings are and things are set up differently and you open it up and you're like this image that i'm after putting in here has got a editable tag input with img in it and underneath that is this list of of um attributes so much so that the images themselves are pulling from an image link using source like that's that's what one would do traditionally um and it also like it also shows an opportunity for someone to accidentally mess up the the um, the tag and put in an image from from um, from Unsplash and put in like images imgs or put in the word image and then it's not going to work anymore. Like it's there is potential, even though this is nice and fun to use and they've given us this really awesome uh, app. Like you could really easily mess that up, not knowing the correct semantic HTML um, in that particular instance. But if once you pair all those things. Those, those attributes that are in there I can see like I wasn't using that particular app but I could see how if one was using it and had like Timothy's like skill set and, and I he, he saw it straight away like he knew there was something up there so it is kind of funny that this, this tool is there at our disposal but they haven't given it to us yet as a, a feature I, I find that very interesting now Going back to, like, the hype and what it can do, there are really, really annoying baked-in limitations that Webflow have in their products that are that it, are, that are affecting the DOM element. It's, and it, it kind of pisses me off, actually. It's so silly. So <laughs> I was saying there that a button does something. So if you think of like an onClick function for JavaScript, so you can target JavaScript using IDs, classes, but you can also use things like onClick, or you can use a get, or you can use push. That's kind of what would be in a form. If you put the attribute onClick into your DOM element semantically correct button, and you connect that to a script or something in your cms which is what i was so excited about is now we can create the cms driven interactivity or or power using this product and like my mind i went through it and i was figuring this out and i spent some time and i got excited and then i published it and the baked in webflow code removed my on click attribute so
0: yeah, that's bad. It's so that's, that's,
1: annoying because it's that's... like they're just like giving you a taste of possibilities, and then for for no reason, other than the fact that it is bit, it's baked into the code. It is a part of the Webflow product app that they're just going to scrape uh, on click functions and all this other stuff from um, from their attributes. And I've noticed this as well with with particularly legacy and webflow attributes that you when they gave us the custom attribute functionality that could connect to you know that could connect to the cms there are certain ones in there that they just don't allow you uh, like manually manipulate yourself like source for example you can't use source you can't use alt you can't add in your own alt tags um you have to go through the webflow ui but then certain things like loading you can you can create, like, loading um, easy or, you know, you can manipulate the loading state of images through, this, through your, um, your custom attributes. So, like, they give us some, but they don't give us others. And, uh, and going back to the button on-click issue, what is even more annoying is that inside an, an embed, you can create a button tag with an on-click function that connects to your CMS that works. It's like, and it won't strip strip the embed, but it'll strip through some of the native features. It's
0: just like, well, I think what, what this is suggesting is is that, yeah, they definitely did. Yeah. They didn't want anyone to discover it. Um, and now it has been discovered. I, I would imagine the teams there are, are kind of paddling very, very hard to try and work Have a faster. Because it's not simple. As you said, paddle faster. Lots of, what was it Alan said at at the Webflow Conf, you know, about, you know, basically the question was, why aren't you doing what Shopify do, you know, with e-commerce? And he was like, well, there's lots of little problems, little things that we need to do, little features. And it's like, I guess this is one of those things where the genie is out of the bottle now and you can't just put it straight back in again because there's lots of functionality that has been based off that around the apps, you know, the FinSuite table. But because it's out the bottle, everyone's now using this and drinking the Kool-Aid and realizing that sometimes it just doesn't taste very Kool-Aid bottles all over the floor here, man. I've been... (laughs) (laughs) You're getting drunk on Kool-Aid and then every so often you're waking up with a hangover when you've pushed live and you're going, oh my God, look what happened Um, when you click the button. I cursed oh, at the screen nothing, when this happened. Nothing I, I
1: got so fucking <laughs> mad because <laughs> right, I think it was like the the high of being able to do what I wanted to do, and it looked right. And then it was just like, "Why? What? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what the?"
0: I was, yeah. Well, I think I think it's going back to this affordance um, terminology. I think they use it a lot in in UX and UI design. Is like. You can't in the custom attributes, you can't when it when they don't let you do something, they tell you, sorry, you're not allowed this. You know, you put in source. No, sorry, you're not allowed this. It goes red. You can't save it. It doesn't save. The fact is now there's a custom attribute that uh, on the DOM element that you can put in on click and there are no red lines and there are no notices because they haven't gone through that process of testing those scenarios out yet and therefore they haven't designed responses to that uh, and they, you know, that list of on-click how many other instructions are going to be there oddly they haven't dealt with the warning but on the other hand they have dealt with the fact that oh no, we're going to strip strip all that yes, out that's that's what's annoying so there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a weird link that's what's annoying, they don't tell you but they do it you know they had to write the code to remove
1: that. They they had to write the code. To remove that it, yeah, On yeah. publish, find any Webflow element that has on click as an attribute and remove it. They had to write that. That just wouldn't happen otherwise. I wonder, and also I wonder say, if it's related to... They also had to say, to... in the embed, they had to create like an if statement or something that said, in the embed, let them use these, this
0: functionality. It's... But see, I, yeah, I I wonder if it's related though to um to the fact that this DOM element is closely twinned with apps coming out, you know. No, I think and it's legacy; it's older than that because, like, this is even. Can't... No, I I just think they've they've allowed those things to exist or not exist. Yeah, because... my, yeah. I'm just trying to work out. It may, maybe it's um they just don't want any um what well, they call it, malicious code being brought in through apps at a certain level that they don't want to check, check that out. I, I don't that. know what it might be. but um, Because you, someone has to write it in there that it can't be injected from a third party in there. Where's an app? If someone has an app, I don't know, say I release an app and then it has all those elements and then over time I go, I'm just going to put in an on-click wipe this project Squid. it's not this Apple. is pre-DOM element
1: This is you can't put an on click into the custom attributes of your link element of your divs
0: of your so this is so yeah so, so the pattern is there so yeah, the UI so the this is, is already pre there. all of that stuff. like just hasn't been a you could create itself. a yeah.
1: div and you could give it a roll of button and then you're like sweet I'm going to add this on click functionality in the custom attributes and you cannot do that
0: but you can do it on the Dom, it just strips it. It's just, yeah, that's um, one rule for one <laughs> yeah. and another rule for another. Yeah. We need the Dom, the the dom the element was like, master master house, I'm, the
1: March two. I'm the new I'm the new DOM. Release the <laughs> Dom.
0: Well, it is, like, well, release <laughs> the old <laughs> Dom, you know. The Dom, the Dom has turned up. The Dom has turned up to the party. Like the, um, you're like, Turned up to the party where there's no no one else has bought alcohol. They're not allowed, you know, on click. Hey, we're not allowed any alcohol. And then Dom's turn up and go, Hey guys, look, I have lots of alcohol with me. I can do whatever I want here. And then when they open up the can to to enjoy what Dom has brought them, there's just water in there. There's a lot of parents saying so can't you can't have the they... on click function. So do... Yeah, and Dom, Dom turns up and his parent isn't there. So I it's like, freak Guys, I've got this, got this cool <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's called OnClick. It's unbelievable. And then when they open up the actual things in real life at the real party, it's like, oh, OnClick was lying. Uh, sorry, Dom it's was lying. OnClick, true. he thinks he's got OnClick. Yeah, but... He's hanging out over there and the parents house. know what's going on there. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It, actually... Dom is as cool as he thinks he is. Embed is where the pa- the real party is at. <laughs> yeah. He goes
1: over to embeds.
0: Yeah. Until class decides to change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but class is... Class, class is... He's taken off his style mask. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a class. <laughs> and then look, talk about ID. There's only one ID at the party, but no one knows that. But everyone tries to be... Everyone turns up as an ID. But only one, uh, sorry guys, there's only one ID in, That's not, allowed in you can, at a time. You can put lots of ID, uh, well, there's a different chat, but you can, you can have multiple IDs,
1: especially using, mul- multiples of the same ID in component, uh, using the CMS and it does cause errors in your code. Yeah, well
0: that, I know they don't uh, tell you that, you know. I know I did it the other day. So this is this is we're going off tangent a little bit, but it's it's Are we related. Not talking is... about the house party that um... I
1: has set up and embed is stolen on his friends anymore.
0: No, I'm I'm to be honest, as a parent of two young boys, I'm quite jealous about the class. <laughs> so I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. I haven't been to a house party <laughs> for twenty years. Aline, you need to have a house party so I can come to a house party. I'm gonna dress up as yeah okay embed. So that means it's your house party, okay? Yeah. We're yeah. Anyway, we're I mean, with... it, 50 minutes. I say Fifteen minutes. <laughs> How, who was it? No, I remember. Okay, so we very kindly Rob, um, Rob Hope, who's got the O podcast, and Jack, who's got the the excellent webflow podcast, gave us some WhatsApp feedback. Watch us, guys. This is awesome. Well done. Keep it going. But make it a bit shorter. Make it a bit shorter. And we're like, "Yep." Yeah, plan for the day is right. We'll do 20-minute segments, half an hour segments. And we've just spent a good on 40 minutes speaking about the DOM element. So, hey, again, if you're still listening and haven't skipped, like a lot of people said, oh, yeah, we're just going to skip to the juicy bits. I'm like, Guys, just l- listen to us. Hear us out. Um, Fair play. But yeah, I think we probably we can probably close the yeah. air now for this week. Well not this week. This this recording. We can we, like, we also don't need to explain to everybody we can how we press stop just end this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Maybe we should like have a have yeah. an ending. Like, thanks very um, much. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> we just need a sign. I think we need a sign that we can show to each other, like a like That's
1: that like when um myself and my fiance we have like duck duck goose if we're doing stuff that is that we don't approve of. Duck duck goose so so, It's like a saying you make sure you stop doing what we're doing. So who, so, so I'm doing something silly come. and Vanessa thinks I've got overstepped the line, she goes duck duck goose and I'm like okay, stop <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> What what if he's what if someone says duck There's duck duck? Keep going. You can carry on going. And, and does this happen in... Um, I don't want to dive into this too much, but does this happen with, you know, like, um, arguments, for example? It's like, well, duck, duck, goose, and then you just change course? Or is it more sort of... Um,
1: like, all of those things. Yeah.
0: yeah all of those things. All of those things. I thought it was something like, you know, like, more like, there's a red light outside the uh, spare bedroom. We're recording. Don't interrupt me. Duck, duck, goose. But that's it's a
1: good that. use case. I haven't used it for that one.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's other. Yeah. I've, I have just about to talk. Duck, have, you, have you ever watched Billions? <laughs> no, 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 no. This final. Have you watched no. Billions? No. So they, um, one of the main characters there and his, um, uh, two of the main characters, actually, they're husband and wife and they are into um, bondage stuff and obviously within that they have yeah they have um it you should watch it it's brilliant the first three seasons are really good it gets a bit weird after that um sorry which doesn't get weird it just gets it's not not as good anyway they um they obviously have secret words that they say if they're under a little bit of too much duress under the you know the the rack that they've been strung up on or whatever the thing might be so um Similar to Any, duck, duck Duck Goose d- d- maybe. D- d- sorry. Sorry. Anyway, should we d- <laughs> <laughs> Okay Matt, I'm gonna leave. Thanks very much. Right, uh, We're Duck Duck Goose in this. Yeah, thank we'll um catch up to you. Yeah, we'll <laughs> talk to you later for we'll you next. Bye. <laughs> yeah, Duck Duck Goose, Duck Duck Goose.